Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You're listening to Comedy Central. All right. So, JG, Cody, uh... Job opening number one this week. Apparently, the Joe Biden administration. Uh, some do. How long has Biden been in office? That motherfuckers already losing their jobs in the administration. It's been a it's been an aggressive half hour. He like hi. You just got the job, but, but so apparently this dude. It his name don't matter. He cussed out a reporter. And he issued a sexist and profane threat to a journalist inquiring about his relationship with another reporter. Oh, see, that's see, I knew this was about some sex. That's what that was about. Always is. Is you fucking that girl from the Wall Street Journal or not? I will destroy you. <laughs> I apologize for my point. L- l- listen, listen at this beautiful statement, though. This is a this is a beautiful statement from him, though. No words can express my regret, my embarrassment, and my disgust for my behavior. I use language that no woman should ever have to hear from anyone, especially in a situation where she was just trying to do her job. The language was abhorrent, disrespectful, and unacceptable. So, um, if you're looking for a job, I guess the Biden administration is the way to go. Just uh, don't have sex with no reporters from Vanity Fair. If we're keeping score also... uh they also, we've already seen the Biden administration put out an infinite number more of apologies than the Trump administration. So they're winning on that front. <laughs> what is going on? My name is Roy Wood Jr. This is my job fair. Bonding with strangers. Around the world of employment. Good jobs you had, bad jobs you have. We got a couple people calling in today that are hiring. The theme this week, JG, is jail. Jail, jail, jail. I know we got some people lined up for worse than first. We probably should have gone to jail for what they was doing. Uh, I know and um, we're going to talk with someone as well who's helping people who are just getting out of jail. To help them find employment. So this is going to be a good show today. And of course, the homie Rod, for short, is uh, going to give you some tips to break the ice. Uh, it's going to be a good show. Uh, I, I want to start uh, with, oh, wait, let me introduce the team. The wonderful, wonderful producer. Uh, she is the Red Blood Cells. 
of this program, the wonderful producer, Jacqueline, a.k.a. JG, and writer-researcher Cody E. Wilkins, also here, a.k.a. Cody Will. I want to start real quick with a statistic that I saw that I think pretty much encapsulates this show because we also have a brother. Uh, I, w- I want to talk about this brother that made a pivot because we talk about the pivot all the time on this show. Two-thirds of Americans. Let me let me repeat that. Two-thirds of Americans are thinking about changing their job. Cody, you'll love this. There's a brother in Connecticut who just started the first black-owned cereal company called Proud Puffs. It's vegan little chocolate pieces of, of cereal shaped in black power fists. This brother left a 12-year corporate job to start this company. We got to get him on the show at some point. You know, he didn't go the easy route and call them Negroes, you know, because he definitely could have just could have shortcutted it. But that's fantastic. <laughs> we, can we get a can we get a picture of the box? Here's a bigger question. If you are a white person, are you racist if you eat little black black hands? Yes, I would say for Proud Puffs, uh, white people are not allowed to consume them. And you are only allowed to purchase them in bulk at a at a, a heightened premium. Wait, you're killing his customers. No. Uh, no. I- that is literally the worst business approach I've ever heard, Cody. <laughs> the only way you can buy this is if you are part of the 13% of the country. Look, if the idea of Proud Puffs was to be you know, massively successful around the whole country, I think it wouldn't have made him little black human fists, right? It's a little bit cannibalistic. Look, it's about uplifting the people. We got to pay attention to what Proud Puffs are trying to do, right? And it's not dominate Mr. Kellogg and them. JG, would you eat a box of Proud Puffs? This is a minority business owner, correct? Correct. That is correct. I'm going to eat my Proud Puffs. Absolutely. I'm sending all of you all Proud Puffs. And we're going to be proud of these proud pups. We should get him on the show at some point because I do want to talk to him about that pivot from corporate to cereal. Like that's a ball. And when you think about the history of black owned cereal, all we've had in terms of black themed cereal is Mr. T and Count Chocula. And one of them niggas is dead. Wait. So Mr. T is dead? No, Count Chocolate's a vampire. Vampires are non... I, I don't have well, time to explain. No, vampires I, can't die. Well, I guess they are dead already. You know what? I shouldn't even wonder. Mr. T, that's that's before me anyway. That's, that's what do you your, mean before you? What do you mean I, before you? Here we go I'm, with the age again. I'm just talking about my youth and ignorance. He's that's younger all. than us, Jacqueline. It's okay. He's younger than us. He's an ageist. Cody is a terrible <laughs> person, which brings us to... The segment that we have to do at the top of the show this so that Cody does at least one thing redeeming on this program before we get into the rest of this shit. This is, what's the name of the segment? This is Cody's most outstanding employee of the week. And just to, okay. to make up for the ground I've already lost with all the Mr. T stands out there. Uh, I'm going to give you... You just shitted on black cereal. <laughs> I didn't shit on black cereal. I just tried to make sure that white people weren't doubling down on lip service by only talking about doing right and then having like an, a nice little bowl of Proud Puffs to start their day of activism. You know, like I just want to make sure that, look, 
we're gonna talk about uplifting black folks and, and look. I'm okay with white people eating a bowl of nigger knuckles. I'm not a racist <laughs> like you, but go ahead. Who's your exemplary employee? Oh, my first uh, most outstanding employee of the week is a therapist, uh, a, a fantastic therapist who managed to, in only five simple sessions, break down the unjust racism inside of the brain of one Amy Birdwatcher nigga police calling Cooper. Amy Cooper, if you all remember back last spring, called the police on a black man who asked her to leash her dog in Central Park uh, at the bird watching arena. Uh, she claimed that he was, quote, threatening her life. Meanwhile, this very safe and sane brother was trying to out Karen a Karen 15, maybe 12 feet away from her on camera. And she uh, she lied, straight up lied. And because it, the, the justice system occasionally tries to get things yeah, I right. I remember that. She was, uh, she was charged. She was charged with, uh, what is it called? False 911, yeah, lying to 911. Yes. Lying on niggas, I know that's not yes. the actual law statute. but Falsely reporting an incident, she was charged. Uh, turns out, those charges were just dropped because her therapist, like I mentioned in five simple sessions, was able to make her, quote, learn a lot by talking about the consequences of racial injustice. And now she doesn't have to go to prison ever, not for a year, not for anything. The misdemeanor's been thrown out the window because it's all square. So, you know, thanks to restorative justice programs and this amazing therapist who was able to iron out her racist wrinkles in no time, we got to figure out who she is and give her a, uh, a, a red, white, confederate ribbon of, of congratulations for being an outstanding racism eraser. Now, I'm going to try to play, I'm not defending Amy Cooper, but I will, I'll defend the justice system here. The black dude she went after did not attack in court. He never pressed charges. No, no he didn't. The, the, like the courts did that on their own. So I think that's part of why she got off is because she didn't, you know, her own accuser was low key. Like he didn't go to court and speak on her behalf, but he didn't really pull out the knives the way he could have. He was just like, yo, I'm trying to watch birds. Y'all leave me alone. So I think that's part of why she got off. What happens in racism rehab, JG? You work at one of these fine institutions in this country. What what is that? Do they sit y'all in a room? Do y'all watch Roots or Selma? What's the new racism rehab film? Oh, that's a great question. I don't think there really is one unless you turn on CNN. Watch your own news. There you go. Exactly what you're looking at right now. That is possibly your race rehab film. It's on a 24-hour news cycle. It's a hot mess. So I don't have a good answer for you, baby. <laughs> All right. So that's Cody's most stupendous, amazing, holy shit, goddamn employee of the week. Uh, brought to you by our wonderful, wonderful sponsor here. Uh let me just take a quick uh, 30 seconds here. 30 seconds, JG. I want to tell you about Cousins and Them. You don't want to get into a fight with a stranger because they could sue you. That's where you call Cousins and Them, and they will send a stranger to your location to fight motherfuckers on your behalf. Cousins and Them, three easy fight packages. Look them up online, CousinsandNem.com. CousinsandNem.com. Do you go out for St. Patrick's Day, JG? You're a drinker? I do like Prosecco, but for the most part, I'm really not a big drinker. So, no, is the answer. 
All right. Well, let's keep it moving. So this is the part of the show that I like to really, I really do enjoy this segment, man. I know we do a lot of dope stuff on the job fair. And after the break, I know we got a couple of cool jobs that are out there in the world of employment. But, you know, employment is like sex. We say it all the time on the show. Employment is like sex. All right. You remember your worst and you remember your first. I definitely remember my worst. I'll share a quick story with y'all. My worst I tried to have sex in the movie theater during Barbershop 2, but the the aisle was too narrow and we couldn't, there was no angles because it was one of them old school movie theaters. This was before IMAX seats when you could lift that armrest because, you know, you lift that armrest, you can just go at it now. But, like, back when Barbershop 2 came out, that was... Why? (laughs) You know what? I feel like I share too much with you all. Like, I, I really do feel like there's times where you two aren't worthy of the openness that I bring to this program for people. We appreciate you, Roy. We really do, but it's just funny. I don't want my silence to be misinterpreted. I'm just trying to figure out why the aisle was involved because that's, you know. Because the seat, the armrest couldn't come up, so there was no way to, like, you're trying to make me get graphic, and I don't want to get graphic. I just know that based on our size at the time, the most viable approach angle would have required us to get on the floor. Understood. Okay? Understood. That's all I'm going to say. I know I said eat a bowl of nigga knuckles earlier, but this is a quality program, and we're not filth. Okay? We might curse a little bit, but we don't peddle in filth on this program. All right, it's time for us now to get into worst and first. Worst and first. This is where we talk to people that will share with us either their worst job experience or maybe their first job experience. You know, work work is like sex, and we all got a couple things that are memorable. Um, if you have one that you want to share with us, email the show, RoyceJobFair at gmail.com. RoyceJobFair at gmail.com. All right, this is a good brother. I just met him on Twitter not too long ago. That's Marquise. Marquise, Man. rotate your no. phone, pimp. Rotate your phone. I'm on, a, I'm on my laptop, my nigga, and this shit trying to... This damn <laughs> camera fucking up and shit. God damn. Like, shit. It's like, I don't even know, nigga. Like, damn. My worst job, though, was Long John Silver's. Because motherfuckers mm-hmm. would go on break. It was a couple that was on there. They would go on break, but they asses would always be in the freezer making out and shit. And we trying to get food. <laughs> So we can drop it, but they in there fucking kissing and making out. We like, bro, we got shit to do, dog. We trying to close. Hey. I'm trying to go home. Hold on. I got this weed to smoke. You're saying that your long John Silvers where you worked that people was fucking in the deep freezer. I didn't say that I didn't see them fuck. I'm not six nine. I ain't saying that. I ain't snitching. I ain't see them fuck. <laughs> but when I was going back there, they was kissing heavy. And it, it, it was, I was like, bro, we got work to do, dog. I'm trying to get home and smoke this weed. We got to close. And y'all up in here trying to make out and do all this stuff. I'm trying to get the goddamn hush. I need to get the hush puppy so we can thaw them out and drop them. <laughs> <laughs> and this during Lent week on Wednesday. You know, them Catholics and white folks don't play about their damn fish and shit. Yeah, we like, bro, y'all got to do something. <laughs> You know what's crazy, man? You know what's crazy about being black at work when somebody else cutting up? You don't even give a fuck if somebody else cutting up. Just don't let it block me from doing my job. Exactly. Just do what it, you do. That's the whole thing. But do it that's over the there. Bruh, didn't nobody you know report saying? them, though? Didn't nobody, like, just write a note to the supervisor? Like, hey, they be fucking on top of the hush puppies. 
No, nah, because he was giving me fire-ass weed, so I couldn't do that. I was like, no, nah, I ain't going to snitch. I need to get my weed. You know what I'm saying? I can't do that. <laughs> Would you? You right. I can't even disagree exactly. with you. If that's the exactly. plug, you can't shut down the plug. Hell no, you can't. And he was masking, so he was probably, you know, he might be linked to El Chapo or not. I'm not getting my toes cut off for nobody. Marquise, what do you do right now? Who, me? Oh. Yeah. What's your job? <laughs> what, what, without saying the name of the company, what do you do for a living right now? Telemarketing. That's what's okay. up, man. Make the bread, man. Make the bread. Marquise, do you uh, do you have a white people voice when you telemarket? Hey, how you doing? Welcome. How you doing today? <laughs> how you doing? Yep. Oh, you calling for the electricity bill? Surely I will surely help you. Oh, give me one second. Hey, nigga. <laughs> Can I clock out for work? Can I clock out for lunch yet? <laughs> no. Hey, how you doing? And that's how I talk to my employees because they get scared when you talk deep. They Wait like, a minute, oh, nigga, you a supervisor? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> No, I ain't no supervisor. Just you gotta be. I'm on the floor. You know what I'm saying? You gotta. Oh, your coworkers. You said your employees. I yeah. was like, oh my god. <laughs> All right, worst and first. Let's keep it going. Uh, JG, who is this that we have racked up next to share their worst or first job with us? We have Susan, and it appears her daughter is with her. Welcome to the job fair, Susan. Pretty please, uh, as quick as you can, share with us either your worst or your first job. Jacqueline said you had something interesting going on back in the day. Said so what was it? Loan applications? Yes. Um, that was my it was actually my second job ever. And um I started when I was 18 and uh, my dad got me the job. Like I said, this was in 89. And um back then you didn't have online job applications or anything. It was either over the phone or in person. And so when it was over the phone, when I got to the point in my time that I was allowed to take job applications, I was instructed to determine the color of the job applicant over the phone because you couldn't ask anything whether they were white or black um i was instructed to ask the um applicant to spell a word with the letter r in it because black people said r so like if you said um so you live on cabrera street hold on hold on susan hold on and they would say R-R-E-R-A. And my boss told me to put a yellow post-it like note and paper clip it to the top of the job application so that they would know the race of the person who was applying. Um, And that was horrible. And it was very, and I did it one time. I'm not going to lie. I actually, I did it. And it just made me feel sick. Even though I was in the South, um, I was raised in a different, not to be that way. Oh, hang on a second, Susan. Hang on a second. First off, thank you for your honesty on admitting that you did it. And it's, yeah, it's not a fun thing to admit. I understand. And it's all about <laughs> turning the page. You recognize and realize you have a wonderful child there trying to raise it the right way. God bless you. Let me just make sure I understand this. <laughs> the way that your job racially profiled loan applicants over the phone was to trick black people yep. 
into spelling something with R in it. That's a pretty story. Thank you. That sounds like a pretty terrible job. Oh my God, Aura. So you um, just yeah, it was, and um, I I wouldn't do it, so uh, I I ended up just leaving. And um, I didn't go back, but um, they were horribly racial profiling. He had one black client that he liked, and it was an older gentleman. But uh, they felt like that the um, black people would not pay on time. It was it was 100% racial, systemic racism, no question about it. Well, thank you so much for sharing that story. Um, real quick before we let you go. JG told me that you used to box half naked in bars. I have to know about this. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oil wrestling. It was women oil wrestling. I know that's a conversation for another day, but I have to know. Wait, oil wrestling? Yes, oil wrestling. We went all over the country. Yeah, my poor dad. I drove him (laughs) crazy. After I quit that finance job, I went and lived with a man who went to high school with my dad for almost a year. He found out about that, hired a private investigator, got me out of his house, and he owned bars and nightclubs. And uh, so, you know, I thought I was, woo! My dad got me kicked out of there. So I went to live with a friend of mine, and she was an oil wrestler. And uh, she's like, well, why don't you try it and see if you like it? And the money was great. I got to go all over the world. What is uh, good money in the 80s wrestling in baby oil in a bar in front of drunk rednecks? What um, is the money? from uh, 300 a night, and it, went, it lasted maybe a couple of hours. I was the hot cop. Remember that song, No Parking on the Dance Floor? No Parking, baby. No Parking on the Dance Floor. I remember it, Susan. Yeah. <laughs> right, Cody. <laughs> That's what she I came a... out to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank there are so many layers to who you are that we don't even have time to get into tonight. Uh, in talking to you, I learned that they racially profile black people straight off of our verbiage, that there was apparently an underground women's butt naked oil wrestling circuit. And also you dated your father's friend from high school. We don't even have time to get into that. We will talk later. Thank you so much. And respect to your daughter. I see the sweatshirt roll tight one time. Oh, oh, my God. God. Yeah, I got my elephant song, too. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right. Have a good one. You. Y'all All right. Bye-bye. Bye, Susan. <laughs> okay, we just got to sit for a second and sit with this. Whew. I have to say, I have to say, Cody, as far as racial profiling goes and ways you can racially profile a group of people, that was some of the most clever and most inventive and most slick racism that I've ever heard. And I, I and I was because I was going to ask her to be real and just say you did it. Right. Say you put the yellow shit on one of them envelopes. At least she kept it 100 and said it on the record. She spoke on the record about that shit. I, re- I respect that level of growth. Uh, Jacqueline, real quick. Can you spell the word Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> S- spell the word star. S-T-A-R-A. No. I'm so sorry. We can't accept your application. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Thank you for applying for a loan, but I just didn't like the way you spelled that R just then. I did not like that in the least. You're wrong for that. (laughs) 
All right, so that's worse than first for this week. Uh, coming up after the break, we are going to talk about ways that you can get involved in working if you just got back out. I know a lot of people out there have to check that yes box when it talks about have you ever been convicted of a crime, myself included. Thankful, I've been blessed enough to have jobs that don't really care. Actually, like in, you know, in radio, they like you got arrested before. Cool, we want you to tell them stories on the air. I'd be like, chill out. It was just blue jeans. It wasn't drugs. But we're gonna talk with someone that can uh, get you started in the career field. And that after the break, this is the job fair. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. 
Relax and unwind tonight with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy work week flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Welcome back to Roy's Job Fair, brought to you by Cousins and Them Fight Services. If you want to get down and dirty, don't call the cops. Call your cousins. Uh, we're going to get into the jobs now. This is the part of the show where we open your mind to employment opportunities that are happening around the globe. And these employment opportunities, it may not be where you are, but it's important to share because it may give you a clue as to what rock you need to look under uh, wherever you live. And, you know, that's part of why I wanted to do this program was to make sure that in these times you're thinking about other things. As we said at the top of the show, two thirds of Americans are thinking about pivoting in their career. So you're sitting there right now thinking, do I really like this job? Hell no. You don't like that job. Get the fuck on. Jump on something new like my dog in Connecticut. He started a black cereal. In a pandemic. You know what we need to do, JG? We need to order a case of Proud Puffs, make it the official cereal sponsor of this program, and give it to all of our guests. Like, you know how, like, like Oprah used to, like, give away cars and shit to people? Yes. And all of that? We're going to do cereal. We're going to give away a box of Proud Puffs, the black-owned cereal. We got... While, while, while we talk to this first guest, find out black cereal dude's name, because I don't want to keep calling him black cereal dude. Okay, but wait, I got a quick question. What if the cereal doesn't taste good and we've ordered a case of it? I got an answer. If the cereal doesn't taste good, we're going to do the same thing that we do when the black people make movies that aren't good, and we are not going to say a word. We, okay. We're not going to say a word. You're going to finish the cereal that's in your mouth. When, when the person across from you looks away, you turn around, pour the bowl out, give it to your dog, and, <laughs> and then you let that box sit on the top of your refrigerator until the roaches come carry it away. But we're not going to say nothing bad about no Proud Puffs. Not on this program. Yes, sir. I'm on it. I'm ordering a case and shipping it to your house. All right. Let's start the job fair. JG, who we got leading off? We have Sam with us. And he is with the Center for Employment Opportunities. And they help people who come out of prison find jobs. And 600,000 plus people a year come out of prison in need of jobs and then they help them find that chance to succeed it's really cool yo we are arresting so many people in this country that eventually we are going to not have a choice but to fuck with people who've had to check yes on the have you ever been arrested box it's two million people in prison another i think the number is ballpark when we have sam on he can fact check me i think it's ballpark four million on probation or some sort of supervised release program as it's called so this is something that has to change like we love that's the thing that's so funny to me in this country man is that people will claim to support prison reform but they also peddle in cancel culture which to a degree is it's a very mild mild super minor version of holding someone accountable forever for a mistake that they made. You know, like you can't you can't continue to lord over people because they've made a mistake. And if anything, 
I really think that the people with the scratches and the dents on their resumes, those are the ones that are going to bring more interesting work experiences to the job because they're not trying to screw it up. It's crazy. Let me stop before I get all angry. I can feel myself getting angry. Listen, I got arrested when I was 19, and then I tried to get a job a couple places. I'm like, this is telemarketing, bitch. What you mean you don't want me? It's a phone. You think I'm going to steal that? You think I'm going to steal your funky ass? What am I going to do? One of them office phones with like 40 transfer buttons where you can pick. You think that's what I want in my house? I think you're going down a rabbit hole. Sam, welcome to the job fair. I'm sorry you had to. I'm sorry you had to hear that. <laughs> hey, that's all right. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about the company, brother. What do y'all, what do y'all do? It sounds like y'all do some good shit. Yeah, so we're a workforce development organization. Uh, we're a nonprofit. Uh, we're in 30 different cities across 11 states. Um, and we work with people coming home from incarceration. Uh, if you did 20 years or if you did two years or if you did two months, doesn't matter to us. Um, we bring you into the program. We give you a quick orientation. And then we actually hire everybody and we put them on a transitional work crew. So we put them to work. We get them job training, um, some skills, and then we work with each individual to help them find you know, something a little bit more long term, something that they might have experience in or want to, you know, want to start learning about. You know why he has to do that? Because in prison, they don't teach you shit. There's not enough fucking classes. And if there are, they make them so hard for you to earn all your little fucking Delta SkyMile points to be eligible to go to the goddamn library <laughs> to learn some HVAC welding plumbing shit. I'm sorry, Sam. My, my emotions are just this is this is legit something that I'm very I work with uh, Workshops Incorporated uh, in Birmingham. Workshop Inks is a program that's very similar where they teach these skills and then put you on a job as a hire from them. Like basically, am I right, Sam? Basically, the people that come to your nonprofit to register, you then assign them to a work site. They work there for a couple of months on your dime so that the employer ain't paying for it. Basically, it's a paid audition to show that you're a decent motherfucker who deserves redemption. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If I may, Roy, what I'm learning already right now is that anything I remember from the movie Shawshank Redemption, I should just believe the opposite. It was so easy for him to go to the library and get the books and read, remember? And then everybody got out and they immediately got a job at the grocery store and it was fine. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean they don't teach you shit? What do you mean nobody can get a job? Why is the real world so inside out? Sam, what is the biggest challenge facing returning citizens uh, when they get out of um, our prison system? It's getting a job. It's like number one thing because they're trying to... Housing is somewhat... Uh, guaranteed to them if you're in a halfway house or they'll send you, you know, to aunt or uncle's place. But then the yeah, number two thing is how do I get a job? Um, and there, I mean, just having that box that you got to check on the application is one thing. Navigating the internet, what's real, what's not, what's spam, what's garbage, you know, what, how do I actually apply to something? Um, and then, you know, I haven't, maybe I haven't worked in my whole life. Maybe I haven't worked in the last 10 years. Um, and so you're going to take a shot on me at, like you said, at the grocery store, when you got a stack of, you know, 16 year old, uh, kids resumes that don't have a criminal record, you're probably going to go with them first. So Sam, how do we get that checkbox removed off of applications? I'm thinking it's a state by state thing. What do we need to do? Cause that's crap. A few states, didn't a few states campaign for that a few years ago? Yeah. So some states or some even like just the cities, like, so I'm in Philadelphia, the city of Philadelphia has a ban the box rule. California has a ban the box rule. Um, 
but yeah, so that, you know, that's one thing we got to um, overcome. We have a whole policy department that works to push that type of legislation through. Um, but it starts with just, you know, sort of grassroots type of efforts where you got to call on your council people, uh, call your representatives, let them know that it's an issue for you. It's the only way to get people to listen. Where are you all in terms of like who you help? Is it somebody like, let's say, fuck it, let's just say me. All right. What's the cutoff? I got arrested in 98. Okay. I did a couple years of probation for some blue jeans. Let's say tomorrow Trevor Noah called me and go, yes, motherfucker, you were fired. Get away from the Daily Show forever. I do not like you. Can I show up to your nonprofit at this juncture in my life, a whole 20 something years removed from my mistake and go, yeah, let me holler at y'all. Like I'm being silly, but. Is this for people who have just gotten out or could you because I'm sure there's people that have been struggling with this for years in terms of having to check a box. So could they still seek out the assistance of your nonprofit if they live in that respective state? Yeah, for the most part, we're serving people that are the most at risk. And those are the people coming home like yesterday. But if you're on any kind of supervision, uh, parole, probation, and you've been on it for five, six years and you're still, you know, on paper, we'll you know, come to us. We'll hire you, um, put you to work. Um, but there really isn't a cutoff, even, you know, even if you haven't served time and you've just been justice involved, like you just got arrested a few times and you're trying to stay out of trouble, we'll, we'll work with you. Sam, I got a question. How much do you think that the opposition to the ban the box uh, campaigns comes from the prison industry trying to get a couple more bucks off recidivism? And do we know what that timeline is like? Like say if somebody can't find a gig in six, eight, ten months, is do we know like the rates of recidivism is that is that correlated? Oh yeah, definitely. Um so we've done studies just on our program alone and just staying in uh, employed for about a year will reduce recidivism by almost 30%. Um so yeah it's exactly correlated to that because I mean what is what is getting a job get you? It gets you first it's money, it's stability agency, um, you know, the, the, a little bit of structure to your life that a lot of times that, you know, people fall into these, uh, fall into incarceration because of a lack of structure, a lack of support. So employment is, is critical to keeping someone sort of on, you know, I don't like to say like the right path, but like on a path to staying out of prison. Um, as far as, you know, the prison system lobbying to, to keep ban the box, I'm not sure about all that. I imagine to some degree that that is what's happening. But at the end of the day, you really got to we need to push on like private sector, open their doors a little bit more. I think it's it's more than one third of working age adults in America have a criminal record. So at some point, you have no choice. You can look at the grids right here. One out of three. (laughs) Wait, (laughs) hang on, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so Sam, what you're essentially saying, my brother is that the way to figure out a way to stop the discrimination of felons in this country is to essentially come up with more strict laws that makes everybody a felon faster. (laughs) Arrest everybody. (laughs) Real quick, before we let you go, Sam, just give me a couple of examples of some of the jobs. I'm, I'm sure it's a ton of different things that you all train people in, and then we'll give people the information. Yeah, so uh, we help people get jobs in whatever industry that they're interested in. But honestly, it's manufacturing, it's construction, 
It's kitchen, um, you know, back of the house kind of stuff. You know, we do help people get into call centers, IT, whatever it is that they're interested in. We're, we're going to help them uh, get on that path. OK, well, how can people get connected with your company uh, where they live? You said it's in what about 11 states, 11 states, 30 cities. The website is CEOWorks.org um, and you can email us at info at CEOWork.org. Thank you so much for coming on the job fair, brother. Appreciate it. And uh, go Eagles, I guess, reluctantly. I'll say it because you came on. (laughs) All right. Have a good one, Sam. Thanks, y'all. Yes, sir. I'm sorry I got so emotional about that. That's some shit that's like near and dear to my heart, man. Like when I got arrested and I was on probation, I got hired at Golden Corral, right? And I got hired at Golden Corral before my sentencing. So I got arrested that night. I was supposed to go work at Shoney's. Needless to say, I missed my shift because I was in jail. So when I got out, I didn't have a job. And so then I went to work at Golden Corral. And so I'm working at Golden Corral. Sentencing comes up. I get probation. He goes, you're 19. Stay in school. If you don't, if you if you drop out, I'll sing out our prayer. It was a really benevolent judge, right? Don't steal no more jeans, you piece of shit. I get put on probation. And then my probation officer comes to me and goes, yeah, I have to see you at work to verify your employment. I have to meet your boss. And I check no on the box. So I'm panicking the whole day because I know probation is about to come. And probation comes into the building. and And this is how an employment verification works, right? Your probation officer has to come in. He has to physically see you in uniform working. Like, and he has to see me go in the back of the house and nobody like tackle me because right. you could just make a golden corral uniform and just look at me. I am working. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could lie. And then he went to meet my my manager and he talks with the manager for a quick minute and all of the black dudes in the back of the house, and this is why this is funny, because what he was just saying about back of the house restaurant work, all the black dudes came out front, and they go, who probation officer is that? This shit was like when your mama come to school to give you a whooping, and everybody like, who mama is that? Who mama up there to get a hook? Is that your P.O.? It ain't none of my P.O. Who P.O. is it? And then I walk up, I go, it's mine. I'm like 19, I'm scrawny. Like, I don't look like a guy who stole some jeans. It's mine. Little nigga, that's your P.O. Man, you all right, little nigga. I come to find out half of the back of the house had done years for various things. And they had turned their lives around and they were great people. And I didn't know that about them. I never knew that. I've been working right. with these brothers six months just chopping it up. I figured you was just a dude that was solid. Mm-hmm. But you were also a dude that had made a mistake and was getting it right. And, like, I come to find out half of the employees at Golden Corral was on some form of fucking supervised fucking paperwork from the federal justice system. Mm. Because Golden Corral got a tax break mm. for hiring people who had to check the box. So... It's it's a lot of good places out there, you know. That that that's neither here nor there. But my point is that work that Sam is doing with making sure that people that are coming home get a job, it's uh very very important. They're nonprofit. Matter of fact, donate to them. Fuck all that. Donate to them. Donate to them and make sure they have money to to train people. You know, even if you don't need that line of work, this is what I want you to do today on the job fair. I want you to donate to that brother's company. 
And I want you all to buy black cereal. Yes. Power Puffs. From Nick. Power Nick Puff. King. J- Nick King is his name? Nick King is his name. Nick King in Connecticut. We are we going to hold you down on the Black Power cereal. Coming up after the break, we're going to holler at the homie Rod for short and see ways that you can break the ice with all of your fellow co-workers. And um, we're going to give you a scamber. RJF, we'll be right back. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs) Relax and unwind tonight with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy work week flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.
Royce Job Fair, we are back. You know what we do now. We break the ice. The homie Rod, for short, is on with us to give you something to break the ice with co-workers of a different race from yourself. So, Rod, I don't even have time to describe to people what you're wearing. I would just simply say that you look like a white woman in the 80s who is a breakup. You got on a robe and... Mm-hmm. Uh, you got on a shower cap. I guess you're relaxing your hair. I don't. <laughs> well, what happened was I got I got caught. I guess because I didn't get a hey, we'll be recording at this time text or nothing. Be on the lookout. I ain't get nothing. Yes, so, you did. I swear yes, to you God, did. I swear to God, I ain't get you nothing. You did. So. <laughs> so I know, so I'm in the bathroom, right? I'm, I'm getting ready to, you know, I'm dropping a pre-shower grumper, you know what I'm talking about? And, and I'm ready to shower, and I get a text that says, hey, we're ready for you, come on. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, I'm taking a shot. And she's like, well, you better hurry up. And uh, here I am, well, robe shower cap. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sorry we interrupted your shit. Um, Literally. We'll get to wrap it up in a second. As it always with tradition, um, before we get into segments and breaking the ice, Rod is our resident black people, white peopleologist. Uh, what are we sipping on today? What is the beverage of choice this week? Got a little peanut butter whiskey and cola going right now, man. It's it's top notch. You know what? I can't even shit on that one because I know some folks put peanuts in their Coca-Cola. So it sounds mm-hmm. like we're halfway to that situation. I don't do it. I think it's weird, but... <laughs> do it, love it. I've never done it. Get you some peanut butter whiskey, man. This shit fine. I don't know, bro. I'm, I'm at that age where I want to hurry up. My problems will go away. I don't want all this <laughs> cranberry, lime, apple, vanilla. <laughs> too much shit going on with whiskey and flavorings. We can talk about that at a later time. Right? Give white people something to break the ice with black people, real quick. Uh, right now, what's real hot in the black community right now for white people to talk about is uh, Kirk Franklin mm. getting called out by his son, Carrion. Uh, Carrion released a phone call on Instagram in which Kirk Franklin is cussing him out like a damn dog. A gospel artist. Yeah. Called cussing out. Well, here's the important thing to add to that. Because people say he cussed out his kid. Kirk Franklin cussed out a 33-year-old man. Yeah, that's the plot twist. Mm-hmm. That boy is grown. <laughs> All right, you grown. And he was cussing him back, too. <laughs> All right, so that's the topic. But as a white person, how do you breach that topic with black people? Are you co-signing Kurt Franklin cussing or are you denouncing the cussing? I think you want to you wanna co-sign Kurt Franklin cussing, especially when you take into account, like you said, this kid is 33 and he was also cursing back at his dad. So Kirk Franklin got every right, no matter how sanctified he's supposed to be, to curse his ass back out. And I know white folk, people might be weird about that because they usually let their children curse at them and they don't say that back. Mm-mm. Spare the rod. Yeah, exactly. Or the child. See? Bro, them church folks be giving the worst whoopings. <laughs> That's a fact. That's the last person you want to put your hands on. Somebody who believes in Jesus because they're going to try and send you to him. All right, right. Give the black people something to talk to white people about at their job. What topic can they use to break the ice? I'm uh, going to switch it up a little bit here, and I'm going to say dogs. That's what you said last week and the week before and the week before. Is that the only thing black people can talk to white people about at work is dogs? It is the safest thing for black people to talk about with white people. (laughs) What's the dog news, right? 
Uh, right now, up in Calgary, up in Canada, there's a, a cop in a lot of trouble for kicking his own police dog. And, uh, you know, exactly. See, and she's black and she reacted like that. Imagine when you tell your white coworkers some shit like that. Yeah, man, this is a double dose of all cops and bastards and we love dogs. This is a. Uh, it's pretty big news. This dude is in a lot of, you know, Canada is super polite in the first place. And they love animals twice as much as white people in America do. That dude might get the chair up there. Is that police brutality if you kick a police dog? <laughs> I think it is if you're a criminal. If it's a cop, it's just kind of like, uh, I don't know, it's sort of internal beef. That's like blue on blue crime. Why are you looking at me like that, JG? I'm, that's a serious question. Because if you shoot a police dog, you get prosecuted the same as killing an officer. That's true. If you kick your police dog. Yeah. He should be in more trouble. So why did he do it? He was just, he was just being a douchehole, you know, just trying to get, he was probably, you know, mad at his girlfriend or something. He's trying to get the dog to do whatever. He started yanking on his damn uh, leash and uh, then he kicked him. And it was just like, bro, like you should just go, go to therapy. I'm sure your police union give you this shit for free. I joke a lot about animals and shit, but I can't watch videos like that. That shit is the lowest little low, man. So I'm not gonna watch that. Well, you already know he's gonna get the chair. They gonna send him. They gonna send him to one of the same way they send him to them racism classes when they mean the black people. They gonna send him to one of them. <laughs> they gonna send the canine <laughs> sensitivity trainers. Motherfucker gonna watch box set of Paw Patrol. Like <laughs> out on the street. The box set. <laughs> DVD, because you know, anytime they sit you in, a, in an office to watch like training tapes, it's always physical media. It's never a link. <laughs> uh, real quick, Rod, before we let you go, um, we're just running a quick test here. Um, spell the word "star" for me, please. S T A R. Spell it one more time. S T. A-R. Okay. Yeah. He would get alone. <laughs> what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say if I say R? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. That's His terrifying. podcast is Uncle Rod's Story Corner. You can get it wherever you get this podcast. I assume on that one, he's probably a lot more loose than he is on this one. Rod, good luck. Scammer of the week real quick before we get out of here. I have to give a shout out to Rachel Dolezal. I have to give a shout out to Rachel Dolezal. When we talk about the pivot, and that's what we've been talking about on this episode today, two-thirds of Americans I've thought about doing another job. We don't give Rachel Dolezal enough credit for starting her pivot in her teenage years into blackity blackness and then being unfairly ostracized and pushed out after doing the work. You pushed this woman out. You exposed her as being a white woman and wouldn't let her do no more shit to help niggas. And then she pivoted into uh, selling calendars on a website. I understand that she has paintings that she sells as well. Uh, she recently uh, was in an interview uh, saying that since the scandal, she's had trouble finding input. Maybe we should hook up Rachel with my man Sam in Philly. 
technically she's not on probation, but she has been canceled. It's the same as coming out of prison. Correct. Correct. That, now, Rachel Dolezal, here's a question. Is she allowed to eat Proud Puffs? Shit. That's good, Cody. That's a Shit. good question. Mm. Shit. Um, if we have to get him on the show. I'm dead serious now. Because I would ask him who would be his yeah. ideal celebrity spokesperson for Power Puffs. Proud, did I say Power Puffs? Black Puff. Power Puffs. Puff. That'll be the competing cereal that comes out the next year. I don't know if I would want right. Dolezal. Right. I don't know if I want her being a spokesperson. I don't think that's that's not going to help you get black people. You know what I'm saying? Like now, if it was Dolly no. Parton, Dolly Parton could eat. No. Dolly Parton could eat Proud Puffs. Why? She, Dolly Parton done the gang of shit for black Yo. people. Dolly Parton been standing tall. Agree with that, but I mean, how did you just? Because I'm thinking of white women Park? that black people would be all right with. Yeah, well, just we're white about, women. Yeah, we're talking about white okay women. Okay with that. But how did you just uh, steal? It's so many other white women, but you went because she's done to Dolly the most Parton. shit recently. Dolly Parton getting these statues taken down. Dolly Parton down there in Georgia helping to flip that bitch blue. Yes, Dolly Parton gave Whitney Houston the song. Okay, wrote it for. Dolly Parton could have kept I Will Always Love You. She was like, no, Whitney, you go ahead and take that, darling. Just make sure I have my motherfucking percentages. <laughs> Yo, but but I think thinking about Rachel Dolezal's pivots, uh, I, she did a, a solid like 180 degrees worth of pivots from white woman to black woman. And in the process, got a lot of jobs, some of which helped black people, but all of which took jobs from real black people. So as her pivots continue, the remaining 180 degrees, I think it is right that now she gets to experience uh, the black reality of unemployment and, you know, maybe (laughs) gets to step into and swing at a bunch of job opportunities that are instead going to actual black people. Live by the scam, (laughs) die by the scam. That's the show. Thank you to all our guests. Sam and Philly, appreciate you for what you're doing to help get returning citizens straight if you have a job if you're working somewhere that's currently hiring we would love to hear from you roycejobfair at gmail.com is the email address also thank you to our worst and first i don't remember that lady's name but we might have to have her back on to tell the story of dating her daddy's high school friend i don't know how that didn't end in a murder that's susan yeah we're gonna have to holler at susan ass one more time shout out to um our proud sponsor fuck it i'm gonna say proud puffs roy's job fair is brought to you by proud puffs little black chocolate fists of deliciousness we don't know where to order them yet because they're not available till april <laughs> but when they come out we're gonna have them on this show god damn it that's the show jg cody thank you thank roy. you as always this has been a comedy central podcast Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! 
and some waves so we could go surfing. Oh. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.